This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight. I'm just so sorry. Ellen's apology. At one point, she did break down into tears. I am so sad. Her heartfelt message to staff and the big changes her show's making in the wake of controversy. Then, only we're with Dancing with the Stars' new pro. To be the first black female pro is such an honor. And why married couple Sasha and Emma won't be living together. I would be the one moving out because she would burn the house down. Then Ryan Reynolds cashes in. That's right. The jaw-dropping amount he just got for selling his gin company. Plus, Brad and Jen back together on screen. Behind-the-scenes secrets from their Fast Times at Ridgemont High remake. Let's party. (laughs) Ellen is back to work on her show, and day one saw her pouring her heart out about those disturbing allegations that launched an investigation. We know this is a very serious situation that we're all dealing with. Ellen basically called a video conference for about 200 of her employees, and at one point she did break down into tears. E.T. has learned that Ellen led an all-staff Zoom meeting apologizing to anyone whose feelings were hurt. She did actually take a lot more accountability than she has, even if that was to say that she trusted the wrong people. Ellen explained to the staff she was under the impression that the show was running smoothly, but later learned it was not. 
Ellen did sidestep a couple of the more serious accusations like sexual misconduct, but she did tackle head on numerous others. She seemed quite disturbed by accounts that you can't look her in the eye, the guests were discouraged from engaging with staff. All this to say, uh, at the end of that section of her speech, she did say, please look at her, please talk to her and engage. And that's just the beginning. We've learned there is major fallout after an internal investigation. Three senior producers have been fired. There will be a permanent HR employee at the show. So staff can have a place to go to report any grievances. And Ellen's resident DJ Twitch has been promoted to executive producer after six years on the show. And in that role, um, he'll have obviously more influence over the programming of the show, guests, music. We talk on the phone, we text. Twitch told us in May he thought the attacks on Ellen were unfair. She's up in a high place and people love to mm-hmm. take cracks when they got time. So what's next? Be kind to one another. Well, a source says many staff members are hopeful as the show preps for its premiere in 27 days. We're told a goal is to create an environment for employees at Ellen that is as fun as it is to see the show on TV. If you're on daytime television every single day, I think it's really important to feel like there's someone that that, uh, makes you feel like a pal. I think what will change at Ellen is that everyone will be much more aware, sensitive and conscious of other people, who they hire, how they treat each other, and what the message Be Kind really means. You know, Ellen isn't the only show back in production during the pandemic. Dancing with the Stars is breaking new ground with its first ever black female pro. You're making Dancing with the Stars history here. How does that feel for you? To be the first black female pro is such an honor. Now this is when I get a little emotional. (laughs) Sometimes you don't know how high you can reach until you get to a certain place. After five seasons on the Dancing with the Stars troupe, Britt is now among the 14 pros set to take the lead when season 29 returns September 14th. You're going to see a lot of familiar things, but then a lot of things that are different too, especially with COVID. And we have to stay eight feet away from everybody else. And, you know, I'm really going to be in this bubble with my partner. I am so excited to be back in the board. And everybody better watch out. After a season off, Sharna is back. Other familiar faces include Cheryl, Pita, and Keo, and Dancing's new executive producer and first ever solo host, Tyra Banks, teased big changes ahead. It is gonna be so next level, but you need to get ready because it's gonna be different. Because of COVID, there's one huge twist for the married couples like Jenna and Val and Sasha and Emma. The married partners, such as yourselves, will have to be living apart. You won't even be able to hug and kiss each other. No, literally, we can't prep together. We came to the executive decision that I would be the one moving out because... She would burn the house down if she was here. And I think it's going to be really unique. And I'm hearing that the cast is going to be phenomenal. I don't know who anyone is yet, but it's going to be great. You don't know who anyone is yet? Apart from Caitlin Bristow. Fun fact. You really don't find out who you're dancing with until you walk through those doors. Meanwhile, on NBC, AGT returns live tonight with the semifinals. It will be week two without Simon. I want Simon back. I want things to be normal. ET has learned he's home resting after surgery for his broken back. I love Simon, but I'm getting real used to this chair, buddy. (laughs) Kelly Clarkson, who filled in last week, will pass the torch to an SNL star. Keenan Thompson is filling in for Simon Cowell. Please don't tell anyone. 
Keenan does have competition show experience. He was a guest panelist on The Masked Singer. What is happening in here? There's no timetable yet on when Simon might return, but Howie has his eye on a particularly feisty villain. Have a seat. I would love to see Judge Judy. She's honest, she says it like it is, and I'd love to have her at the desk. Now let's talk Ryan Reynolds. The Deadpool star is now swimming in the money pool after cashing in on his gin. Just so smooth, beautiful. He's on the night. <laughs> Ryan sold his Aviation American gin line for $610 million to the same company that bought George Clooney's tequila. But it's not exactly the gravy train Ryan thought. He's actually getting a little more than half that. Well, upfront, he's going to get $335 million, and then the rest depends on what happens with sales over the course of the next 10 years. So there's a little risk associated with this as well, and bringing his star power to it is really going to show us if his name translates into sales. After reading the fine print on the deal, Ryan wrote a hilarious out-of-office email reply saying, quote, I'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to everyone I told to go blank themselves in the last 24 hours. My lawyers just explained I'm not as George Clooney as I thought. To those listed below, I'm sorry. He named wife Blake, his mom Clooney, The Rock, Betty White, and others. Ryan now wants them to help him market his liquor. What you got in How you that doing, cup, buddy? sir? Hello. Little, little Smithworks vodka. Now I got a vodka too, so. <laughs> <laughs> Stripping in vodka, baby. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. a nice. I've been taste testing this tequila for months and months and months. I've become a connoisseur and a drunk all at the same time. Many famous faces have mixed it up in the booze biz. The Rock and his Joe Bro Jumanji co-star both have tequilas. We are here at the house that Skinny Girl built. Former Real Housewife Bethany Frankel got an estimated $100 million to sell off her Skinny Girl cocktails line. But it's dad to twins Clooney, who's the billion dollar tequila tycoon. My wife said I can't name them Casa and Amigos. That's the one thing I'm not allowed to do. Well, Clooney sold his uh, brand of tequila, Casamigos, back in 2017 to Diageo. It was a $700 million deal, and about 300 was based on performance over time. Sales have been doing real well. Well, you know what? You may want to grab a drink and settle in because some of the biggest names in Hollywood are about to relive the 1982 classic Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Now, the entire thing was the brainchild of comedian Dane Cook. And not only did he get Jennifer Aniston to participate, but hold your horses, her ex Brad Pitt is in the mix too. Hey bud, let's party. Right off the bat, Brad, Jennifer, Julia, Matthew, Kimmel, some of the biggest stars in the world. How in the heck did you pull this off? <laughs> it started with uh, Jennifer Aniston. I think she was one of the first people that I talked to. Oh, gnarly! Dude! Julia, Matthew, Jimmy, Morgan Freeman, Henry Golding, and the original stoner surfer Sean Penn are some of the stars coming together for Feeling Alive, the one-time-only table read of Fast Times that'll stream live on Friday. It'll be the first time Brad and Jen have been on screen together since Friends nearly 19 years ago. Oh, I, I remember you. You understand that the world's losing their mind. You you get that, right? That they just walked in the same room, passed each other, and touched hands at the SAG Awards, and people like their heads exploded. They're fascinating people, and also because when you have fascinating figures like that, of course you want to see them together. That's the magic, right? Hey, bud, what's your problem? Also, Sean, was he ready to go back? I'll tell you. You know, Sean is not playing Spicoli. 
again, the person who is playing Spicoli is going to knock your socks off. Okay, uh, Sean Penn will play Mr. Hand. Vegas odds, man, I don't... Aloha. My name is Mr. Hand. The raunchy teen comedy just celebrated its 38th anniversary this year, but it only took a few weeks to pull together this version. And get this, the A-list cast plans to perform unrehearsed. What's the big deal? So you guys will do the entire movie, bottom to top. We're reading the whole movie, and we have an amazing, unbelievable person that is going to be reading all the narration. That's the setups to scenes. It's all happening to benefit some good causes, including the relief efforts of Sean's nonprofit organization, CORE. Did you reach out to any other original cast members? Listen, there's some surprises. There's some people that you're gonna see. The biggest movie of summer 2020 is Fast Times at Ridgemont High. All right, so let's go from reliving high school to a love story that began in grade school. Country couple Thomas Rhett and Lauren Akins. He is such a good girl, Dad. Are they ready for baby number four? Oh, you spilled a little tea for us? Is that a clue? Ben. Oh my God, look at this. Halle Berry turns 54 with a bikini celebration and a new mystery man. We'll tell you everything we know, plus some new photos of Halle back to work. It's super, super fun. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Country music superstar Thomas Rhett wrote his hit song, Marry Me, about his wife, Lauren Akins. And now we're getting her side of the story. We talked to Lauren about their love, their kids, and so much more. But it ain't a song. No, look what I just love seeing Ada James painting uh, Thomas Rhett's toenails. He is such a good girl, Dad. To the point where I'm like, wouldn't you want to have a little boy at some point? And he's like, Babe, I don't know. Like, I feel like I've got the girl dad thing down. Oh, you spilled a little tea for us. Is that a clue? Are you guys thinking about having kids again soon? Well, or are you gonna... Probably not super soon, but I think we want to adopt again. And I think we will try to have another biologically. We'll see where it, what happens. Lauren says Thomas can get pink and pretty really quick around the house. The family of five really do seem like the perfect Instagram family. But in Lauren's new book, Live in Love, out now, she admits making this marriage work was difficult. I feel like you had a coming to Jesus moment. You coped right to the point and you said you are not doing enough. You need to step it up. I had a moment where I was like, I'll tell you what, I'm not okay. And I think that I'm about to take it all out on you. I'm not sure if it's, a lot of it's your fault, but it's coming at you, buddy. It was one of the worst fights we've ever had. We chose to do life together. I want you to do this with me because his world is so demanding. You never know what's gonna happen. The book covers everything from meeting in grade school to marriage and struggling with fame. Their secret to making it all work God and therapy. The more open we are in communication, the better our relationship gets. And I wouldn't change it for the world. Couldn't agree more, Lauren, and what a great read. 
All right, now speaking of communicating, here's someone who has no trouble letting people know exactly what he's thinking, Gordon Ramsay. Just being a chef's dream come true. Gordon's dream turns kitchen nightmare. Why he's going after wannabe chefs. Disgusting. That there is an idiot sandwich. O-M-G. Then, a country star's TV takeover. Rascal Flatts singer Jay DeMarcus reveals his reality family rules. Three rules. That's it. You always have to ask your dad because he will say yes. Check out the new photos. Halle Berry's back to work at a photo shoot in LA. Wearing a wild animal print and dressed all in black, Halle spent about five hours posing for Variety magazine. On Friday, the mom of two turned 54, and she celebrated her birthday weekend gifting us with some bikini body inspo, and then hopping to Vegas where she attended a UFC fight. You haven't felt that kind of electricity until you've been in that arena at a, a UFC fight. Like, I'm always like a kid in a candy store. Oh, and Hallie wasn't alone in the candy store. She has a sweetie. She posted this pic and captioned it, Waking up Vegas. And this isn't the first time we've seen those feet. Last month, the pair enjoyed a Sunday fun day. That's what you gotta do in these times. You gotta find the fun. So who's the mystery man? Well, we can tell you who it's not. It's not our trainer, Peter Lee Thomas, even though many fans thought it could be. In March, Hallie herself addressed the speculation, saying they are spirit animal friends on a fitness journey that inspires them both. Okay, let's move on to Gordon Ramsay, who is used to making chefs' lives a living hell, but now he has found a new recipe to roast wannabe cooks on social media. Young lady, that there is an idiot sandwich. Ramming cheese on toast, forget it. I'd like to ram that somewhere. Gordon Ramsay, eat your heart out. Let's go, big boy. Yeah, it's basically Hell's Kitchen on TikTok with Gordon skewering home cooks who dare to use the hashtag Ramsay Reacts. Trust me, I'll be the judge on whether you are an idiot sandwich or not. I'd rather eat one of your plastic nails. Even Gordon's own kids aren't immune to his savage culinary critiques. Here's what happened when 20-year-old daughter Holly made one of her dad's recipes. Young lady, you should know better. Shame on you, Holly. It's just been a, a chef's dream come true. No, stop it. Cook out the flour, you donut. Disgusting. But if you think that you can stand the heat in Gordon's kitchen, we can tell you from experience, you better bring your cooking A-game. 45 seconds to go. Use a spoon, lady. Use a spoon. <laughs> of course it's hot in the kitchen. Kevin, can you speed up, please? You're about as fast as my granddad, he's dead. Come on. Oh my God. Take the apron off. I'm keeping this thing. And while the 53-year-old dad of five, including 16-month-old little Oscar, is having a lot of fun with friends and family on TikTok. Juice, sauce. But how does it taste? Thank you. Oh boy. Jason Derulo. Uh-huh. MasterChef 2021. There's one person who's not at all impressed wife, Tana. What is the one thing that you've learned about your husband being around so much? He doesn't realize that when you cook a meal, you have to clear up. Oh. Oh, oh my God, the mess. It's not just the mess, but it's like he'll make something and there's like this sheen of oil over the entire kitchen. Oscar's shouting you, come in now, Oscar. Mommy's coming. <laughs> Tana, I feel your pain about the messy kitchen, girl. All right, we'll get ready for an unfiltered look inside this Rascal Flats home. Jay DeMarcus is bringing his family rules to Netflix. 
and only E.T. got the whole crew together before their reality debut. I'm Jay DeMarcus, one-third of Rascal Flats. I'm Allison DeMarcus. I'm a former Miss Tennessee, Miss Tennessee Teen USA, and Miss Tennessee USA. Triple crown. You guys are officially coming to Netflix, DeMarcus Family Rules. Are you ready for it? I'm a little excited. I'm nervous. It's really weird to have cameras following you around all the time. There's no telling what they captured these two over here saying when I wasn't around. A little nervous <laughs> about that. My dad's in the band. What does your mommy do? Uh, Jay and Allison are friends and neighbors with the Chrisleys, and this show, streaming tomorrow on Netflix, was all Todd's idea. He said, I really think you guys have a show. It's an unconventional household. And he said, I think there are real-life stories there that most people can relate with. Allie, did it take any convincing on your part? She jumped at it. Are you kidding me? She, this woman loves a camera. We have two wonderful kids. I don't want to do Jay, honey, you've got some baby fever. Well, I don't like to talk about this in front of the kids, but uh, <laughs> there are certain things that have to happen in order to have another baby, and that certain thing to happen ain't been happening. <clears throat> That's disgusting. It's clear in the DeMarcus household, mom calls the shots. I was raised with rules. And I was raised just to keep your private parts covered up. But Madeline and Dylan have some family rules of their own. Three rules. That's it. You gotta sleep, and you gotta sleep, and you gotta play iPad. You always have to ask your dad, because he will say yes. Your mom will say no or maybe. Me no, mama. <laughs> and my second one is to eat candy no matter what. <laughs> I've known that family for years, and they are a riot. All right, still ahead, another music exclusive. Your sneak peek at Kane Brown and Khalid's hot new country collaboration. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier from Entertainment Tonight. You know what? If you enjoy listening to our ET podcast, guess what? You'll really enjoy watching the TV show. Tune in every weeknight for all the late-breaking entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Kane Brown has a new album out, Mixtape Volume 1, and we're going to leave you with the first look at his video, Be Like That, with Khalid and Sway Lee. The song is the biggest radio chart debut for both Kane and Khalid. They all recorded separately during quarantine. In fact, Kane met Sway Lee for the first time on set, but it sure looks like they hit it off. We'll see you tomorrow. Sometimes it be like that, but I'm not myself. If you like entertainment tonight, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Hi, it's Stephen Colbert, and I'm here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is the podcast of The Late Show with me, Stephen Colbert. And I'm here with my uh, producer of the podcast, Becca. Hi, Becca. Hi, Stephen. And how long have you been the, the producer of this? We've been doing this for two years now. Okay. And, and what is it like to attempt to uh, get feedback from me about the podcast? Be honest about how quickly I respond to emails. You actually respond to emails surprisingly fast. Really? I, I think you might be the only person I respond to. <laughs> I respond to quickly. 
Oh well, that's good. Yeah. I expected I expected you to lay into me. Well, this was over the strike period. Oh, I had time. Yeah. See, that that does that doesn't count. <laughs> Sure, I responded to everything because responding to you putting reruns up on the podcast was like a form of employment. Yeah. And I felt like I had something to get up for every yeah. day. So thank you for that. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.